Hello, everybody, and welcome to Gen Z's Guide to Politics. I'm your co-host, Rachel, and I'm here with my other co-host, Pauline. My name is Pauline, and I'm your other co-host. I'm really tired today, but I have a lot of information. We have so much cool information for you today, but I have to say I'm also pretty tired. I'm feeling it, too. I don't know who else has been going through it this week, but from what I understand, a lot of people are feeling it. So maybe there's something whack going on with the stars. I don't know. But Well, August is supposed to be fucking ass. <laughs> Which, like, I don't know if I'm the only person that feels this way, but, like, my birthday is in August. I never feel like it goes well. Speaking of August, it is Black Business History Month, and I am going to talk to you about Black Business History Month as well as Rachel, and I also have fun facts. Whoa! And we're specifically talking about Black business histories in America, and we're just going to do, like, a pretty brief history. We're not doing, like, a deep dive. Black business, obviously, like, we that's a topic that we could talk about for, like, ages, in America specifically, there's a lot of historical importance to it, but there's also a lot of events that have happened throughout history that could be important to touch on. So some of those we kind of want to give like their own episode and everything so they can have more in-depth content about them. But today we are going to hit you guys with that good, good historical context that we've always got for you. And we also have some cool Black-owned businesses to recommend to you that we really love and adore. So, Only 20 years, like Black businesses have been around since Black people were brought here, believe it or not. Only 20 years after the end of slavery, Black entrepreneurship was actually booming in America, especially in Black communities like Tulsa. And this was mainly because of, like, segregation. Of course, Black businesses are going to boom where other Black people are. However, there were several Black business owners before then. Um, One of them is Lunsford Lane. He was a young enslaved man. And when he was a young boy, he sold a basket of peaches for money and Plans for money-making took the principal possession of my thoughts, is what he said. In six to eight years, he was amazed to have $1,000 to purchase his own freedom. That was a lot of money. That's basically like 12 grand. Yeah, I was going to say with inflation, that's like a lot. Oh, my God. And then he became a tobacconist. And if you would like to read about how he purchased his freedom, you can read the narrative of Lunsford Lane, and it came out in 1842. There were several other business people. There was a shoemaker named William J. Brown, a sailmaker, James Fortin, a barber named William Johnson, a merchant named Miffin Gibbs. And obviously it was more likely to see Black business people who were freed people versus enslaved people, but it did happen with enslaved people too. They would buy their freedom. However, it is said by Mercia Baradin that segregation patterns actually helped create a market and opportunity for Black entrepreneurs to step in and make money and meet the demands for the Black community, which is really interesting to think about because segregation was absolutely fucking terrible. But if you think about how segre- if segregation didn't happen at the time that it did happen, if it didn't happen, then would Black people actually have the opportunity to even make business for themselves? 
but also there was a lot of discrimination against black businesses. I'm sure a lot of people know what Juneteenth is and everything that did happen with Tulsa, but a lot of black businesses did fail around the 1940s and they fell stagnant for obvious reasons like the Great Depression. And then they picked back up in the 80s because it was the 80s. Um, I have a fun fact about black businesses. So if you live in America, you've probably heard the stereotype or you know of the stereotype about black people being obsessed with watermelon or like fried chicken or waffles or watermelon being associated with black people. And if you're ever curious about where that came from, right around the time that slavery was abolished, black Southern people were growing watermelon and they were selling it amongst themselves. It, and it was like the fruit of freedom. However, lots of Southern white people did not like this and they would find these watermelon farms and they would destroy them. They would destroy crates of watermelons. They also made little like little postcards that essentially were like black people, they, they need to be enslaved because they are so obsessed with watermelon. Like they are these simpleton people that are obsessed with watermelon. And yeah, it became instead of it being this like symbol of freedom for black people, it slowly became a symbol of like laziness, which is really sad. And so if you're a black person and you're like afraid to eat like watermelon in front of a lot of white people, like you really shouldn't feel bad. And I know that a lot of black people don't, but I also do remember being bullied in school for eating watermelon. And it was a very odd experience because I never really knew why I was being bullied. And I don't think a lot of the kids knew why they were bullying me either. But you shouldn't feel bad because it's actually like a symbol of freedom. Yeah, I think that it's important to know where our stereotypes come from, for sure. Because like Pauline was saying, like they've like manifested in um, numbers in the way they have, partially because of segregation and slavery and everything. And I think it's also important to think about the other side of the coin and be like, okay, if we didn't have segregation or we like didn't have this, like how many more black businesses would the would there be or how much more normal would it be for people of color to like own businesses and yeah because like i don't know if anybody else knows this but there was a film that came out it was like in the 20s 30s 40s around that time frame um that essentially had a whole bunch of white people in blackface and it was like and there are slowly more aggressive terms of blackface like looks anyway and it was it was probably the most aggressive blackface ever and it just had a whole bunch of people white people dressed up in blackface in a courthouse eating watermelon and eating fried chicken and drinking grape juice and talking really loudly and essentially the point of this film was to demonstrate that black people shouldn't be a part of court because they were so loud and destructive and disruptive and they only cared about eating their favorite foods of watermelon and fried chicken. And I remember finding out about that when I was like, I think I was like 17. I was so sick to my stomach that I was like, this is a thing. This is why I get made fun of that I like black, like that I like not black chicken. Oh my God, that sounds terrible. That I like fried chicken. I was like, this is so fucked up. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, like, I know for a fact all those white kids that are fucking bullying people of color for liking certain foods. I know for a fact those motherfuckers are going to dinner at KFC, okay? I know their mom is pulling up with them in the back of the minivan screaming and crying 
begging for KFC. And I know that she got the biscuits covered in gravy too. So like they're it's bullshit. It's like it, it's so it's just crazy to me that they can like take they can take something and twist it so yeah anyway but so pauline talked to us about the historical context and everything it's important for us to know about that because it shows us also the importance of supporting black businesses and black creators as we were saying so we have some really cool resources to share with you guys so first things first um, we have some directories that we want to share with you guys and show you that you can go to like online to find places that are both local and online that you can shop at that are black owned businesses or entrepreneurs as well. Because some people are like, you know, doing it all themselves, which is even cooler. So, yeah. So one thing to note is actually that a lot of black businesses have been bought out by conglomerates or bigger companies and everything and they're now white owned or the ceos are white and everything so that can be important to double check and look into as well yeah just so you know where your money is going but pauline told me that so thank you pauline for giving me that fact i appreciate it <laughs> yay so one really good online business directory that I would recommend. They have a wide, a super, super wide arrangement of products and businesses that you can look through. And they also offer opportunities for advertising for businesses and business owners. And it's free to list a business, which is really cool. So that online directory is called blackownedassociation.com, all one word. And yeah, you can search by like zip code, you can search by type of product. So like if you're looking for home decor, hair products, clothing, literally any eco-friendly stuff, like they've got so many different options. So, so many different products. So that's a good one. Another good one is especially, well, this one is good actually if you're looking for Black-owned restaurants or like food companies. So this one is called eatokra.com. And that is a guide to Black-owned restaurants and eats. And so as of August 2022, they have over 9,500 listings on their website, which is so many. That's a lot. And they serve over 350,000 people, too, which is really cool. So there's also tons of filters. So you can search by um, location, how far it is. It'll even give you, like, directions cuisine, types of food, and you can also search for places that offer delivery. So Grubhub or DoorDash, I think. I think Grubhub has like a deal with them too and everything. So they even have delivery apps working with them. Those are two directories that we can offer to you. And yeah, let us know if you use them. I checked them out. They were pretty cool. And I have some new places to to shop at. So when I have some bank, I will go there, but that's not currently at this moment. So when I do have bank, though, for sure. <laughs> Are we ready for to list Black-owned businesses? I think so. I think okay. Yeah. First one I have is called The Rap Life, and this is a woman-owned Black business, and they have a lot of really, really, really pretty, vibrant wraps. 
they also have other things like turbanets and bandies and they also have scarves and on their website they have tutorials on how to wrap your scarves and i was a black woman that was raised in a white family so i had to I had to learn about a lot of my culture like by myself and i remember when i got my first scarf i remember crying on the floor um because i couldn't figure out how to wrap it and it was a very like hard experience for me and i remember finding that website a few years ago and i was like oh my god this is so nice <laughs> I also have a few Black businesses to recommend to you guys. So the first one is a bigger brand. It's I know you can get it at like Target, which is where I first saw it when I was living in New York. They're boxed cookies and they are called Partake. It's the brand Partake. And they have really, really good vegan. And I think they might be some of them might be gluten free. I could be wrong about that, but They have really, really good cookies, and they're really easy to buy. They're at Target, so they're pretty accessible. I like their their crunchy cookies, and I usually don't actually like cookies that are, like, hard on the harder side. Like, I like my cookies a little softer, so. But I really like them, so highly recommend you go check them out. And then another one that I found is called Pardon My Fro. This was founded by Dana Bly in 2010. Pardon My Fro is inspired by Bly's natural hair journey, which can be very, very, very hard for many Black women. It is a scary time. And she loves expressive imagery featuring Black women. And this is also from Reader's Digest, which, you know, might not be the best website in the whole wide world. And she there's a lot of really, like, cool throw pillows and umbrellas and really, really cool shower curtains. Like, they were amazing. I need a new shower like curtain kind of well we have the sliding doors but I want to kind of get curtain when we go to our next place so maybe I will check that out because like the t- the ones from like freaking Target and Bed Bath and Beyond I'm like they're not going to stand up to the cat they're just not like they're not yeah Daichi destroys shower curtains he the clear ones fucking eats through them don't know what it is but he's a little monster about it he's like forbidden snack does he do that thing where he just is like, no, he's just like, he just licks it. Another brand that I personally buy from is Alfifa or Alfifa. I'm not sure how you say it. And I feel like I'm appropriating my own culture. But that one was founded in 2003. And it offers a lot of different care. Like I buy from this brand. They have, they have this shea butter lotion and it is absolutely amazing. However, something that rubs me off a little bit about one of their products is they have black african soap and i purchased black african soap and i've used black african soap for probably like three years and i buy it like i buy a huge block of it and i cut it off like it's a fucking piece of cheese but the one thing about black african soap that you're supposed to know if it's real or not is if you soak it in water for 10 minutes you should be able to squeeze it and mold it into any form so i usually soak mine and i almost shape it into like a beauty blender shape and then that's how i wash my face with it um however they have liquid black african soap which I've never heard of, so I'm not sure how it is. Anyway, their their bath soap is absolute fucking heaven, and it haunts me with how amazing it is. Um, another brand that I've also used is called Shea Radiance, and it was it was made in West Africa, but they have a lot of really good like things for skincare and like lotion and stuff. And another really cool thing about this company is that. It helps to fuel certain communities, and a lot of the money goes into helping underdeveloped companies and um, stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Another one, this is one of my favorites, honestly, 
And also, this is one of my favorite home decor pieces. I actually made a TikTok about it, too, and posted it a while ago. So you may have seen it. But this company is based out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And I actually came across a table of theirs at a Pride event earlier this year. So it was super cool. And they are called Bear Sense Soap Company. So they're also available online and in store too if you live in Pennsylvania. But if you don't, that's okay. Their products are 100% vegan. They specialize in handmade bath and body products and also candles. Their stuff is also packaged really, really, really cute, I gotta say. And their ingredients are really simple overall. And everything on their soaps and products and whatnot. So it doesn't have any like harsh chemicals or anything like that. Very, very simple beauty products and everything. Yes, so they are in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, like I said, but they're also available online and you can order from their website directly, which is bearsensesoapcompany.com. I found a few bookstores that are Black businesses. Brave Kind Bookshop is based in Decatur, Georgia. This is a neighborhood bookshop that offers a carefully curated selection of children books online. They have a lot of diverse like um, children books. And if you're looking to buy diverse children books, sometimes it can be really hard to find them. I don't find a lot when I go to our local library with my brother, which makes me a little sad. I did find this one called You Matter, which that one was really good. Props to that one. But there's a lot of books that like I would really enjoy for him to read that they don't have. And then there's another one called Brown Sugar and Spice Books. Specializes in making true stories about people of color accessible to people all over. Um, this is an online bookstore. Um, and community and they have tons and tons and tons of books about people of color and there's also so this is a restaurant that is or not a restaurant but I guess it's like a small cafe that's local to me so if you at all are around Flemington New Jersey if you're ever in the area there's a really small cafe and I think it's next to a store called the the market or the corner I think it's called The Corner, but this place is called The Kombucha Bar, and they have, like, smoothies and kombucha and everything, and the kombucha that they make is, like, so, so, so good. It's, like, chef's kiss level good, and I don't usually like kombucha. Recommend if you're ever in the area, but there's this other company called Pretty Lux Picnics. They're an Atlanta-based company, and they do, like, intimate dinner parties and stuff like that. I think we have some Georgia listeners. So, yeah, that's always fun, I feel like. And you should also just, like, one day just, like, drive around. See if you can, like, find any companies. Because you probably can. There are a ton of Black-owned companies that you probably just don't know about. Yes, 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 for sure. I think, like, anything, really, that you can buy at all, there is, like... A black owned business for it like you can definitely get it black owned so <laughs> there's definitely options and also yeah there's a couple different ways that you can find local places through the directory i mentioned and then also like pauline said just like driving around checking shit out yourself so that's the way to do it right oh but- god i'm popping my hip <clears throat> anyway have a wonderful friday don't forget to follow our tiktok and instagram <sighs> yes 
follow our TikTok, follow our Instagram, keep up with us there, keep up with the news on those accounts as well from us. We hope you guys have a great weekend. And yeah, get some rest. Hold on. Look, I look like a zombie. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. I love it. Thank you.